This podcast is created for farmers and powered by Pioneer Agronomy to bring you agronomic insights and proven solutions to fuel forward-thinking farming. Hey there, and welcome to the Pioneer Agronomy Northeast podcast. We are on our 57th episode. This is the week of January 24th. I am Chris Skuse. With me, as always, is Emily Allegar. We are your host. Our topic today is PA Preferred. Emily, who is our guest? Thanks, Chris. Today, we are very excited to have Shannon Powers with us. Shannon is a Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture Press Secretary, so very official title, and we're very happy to have her here with us to talk about the program today. Shannon, would you mind sharing a little bit about your background for our listeners? Sure. I've been at the Department of Agriculture in Pennsylvania for five years, but uh, as a a spokesperson, so I get to talk about anything and everything Pennsylvania agriculture. It's a privilege to talk about uh, PA agriculture and the what it contributes to our economy and what we're doing to boost the agriculture industry in Pennsylvania. Awesome. Thank you very much for joining us here today. Yes, we are very excited to have you. Um, So we'll dive right in and, uh, and start with our main topic. Shannon, what is PA, what is the PA preferred program for somebody that isn't familiar with it? How would you describe it? PA Preferred is Pennsylvania's branding program for local agriculture products, uh, for food, obviously, but also for uh, hardwoods. Hardwoods is one of our biggest industries in Pennsylvania. Um, We lead the nation in hardwoods exports. So it's also for hardwood products and for other PA agricultural products. It's how you buy local. Look for that PA Preferred yellow check on the items. Well, you learn something every day, and I did not know Pennsylvania was number one in the country for the hardwood exports. That's pretty interesting. Neat stuff. So um, when you say look for the sticker, what what would PA preferred items have on it, and what what would that look like? We have a really recognizable brand. If you're shopping in Pennsylvania, it's a yellow check mark on a keystone. Uh, background. It says PA preferred, uh, yellow and blue colors. uh, And we provide all of our PA preferred members. So the stores and markets and places that sell PA preferred products get stickers, as you said, to put on things like, you know, a gallon of milk. They get, they may, they have the PA preferred logo actually printed on their items. They have shelf tags in the grocer. and we provide them with you know other point of sale materials so that consumers can identify things that are PA grown and made. How, really... how long has the program been going on? It's a question that comes to my mind is, um, I know I was introduced to it probably like maybe 2017, I, I heard of it, but um, how long have you guys been working on this? Well, the program was written into law, I believe it was in 2011. So it's been around for quite a while, but it got a big boost uh, under the current administration in Pennsylvania. Um, The historic PA Farm Bill has really supported the program and and given a big boost to the program. So it's, uh, it's kind of snowballed in the last seven years. 
So Shannon, what would you say, um, what would you say the goal of this program is? I know you said uh, shopping local and, um, you know, are there different goals for different folks involved, whether that's, you know, you're the farmer involved or you're the consumer involved? Absolutely. It's uh, the goal of the perm is to increase revenue and market opportunities for Pennsylvania farmers and, and agriculture producers, regardless of what they, they produce. Uh, it's the, the goal for consumers is to make Pennsylvania grown and produce products, that sounds funny, produce products, to make them readily, uh, readily recognizable. So when you see that yellow check, you know that item was made or produced in Pennsylvania. And if I would go to the store, can I find these uh, items with check marks in like my local grocer, like a uh, big chain grocery, or am I more likely to find it in a smaller location or is it, you know, really multiple locations across the board? It, it is across the board, absolutely. There are um, farm markets that are members, but there are also uh, big grocery chains all over Pennsylvania, depending on where you live. Uh, your grocery chain is probably a PA preferred member. Um, some of them are more active than others, but you'll, you'll see the PA preferred check mark, whether it's in your produce section, whether it's on cheese or milk, or uh, you know any of a number of PA preferred items. That's awesome. So next time I'm, I'm in Wise or one of the places we shop or Giant, I'll have to check it out and see if I can, can pick something out with it. It's absolutely in Wise and Giant. Chris, do you have Wise uh, in Delaware? No, we don't have those. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> so I wanted to add, and that's a great thing that, and we are a podcast, so we can't, you know, show um, what exactly that check mark looks like. But we will at the end of this, and put on the description of it, put some links so that they can, uh, so the listeners can can go to the websites that you provide, so that they can see that. Um, but you said it's a yellow check mark. What was the color around it and stuff? What did? There's a blue keystone, yellow check mark and oh you're asking me that and it's not in front of me um it's blue and yellow okay and it says pa preferred and has the big yellow check mark across the keystone gotcha so if you see two products in the grocery store you know one of them has that you know that that check mark and the other one doesn't uh make sure you're you're buying local uh, because those local farmers really are uh really are putting everything they have into it and, and supporting locally uh, grown products. It, it really is a great thing. Do you have yeah, any uh, of, go ahead. Absolutely. It keeps those dollars at home. Uh, right. It feeds your local economy. So those, those farmers not only feed uh, our families day in and day out, regardless of what's happening, they feed your local economy. They support a lot of jobs. Pennsylvania agriculture actually uh, generates $132.5 billion for the state economy, that's billion with a B, and supports more than 593,000 jobs. Uh, and that is a big chunk of our state economy. Wow, that really is. Those are some pretty big numbers. So yes, and you're right, you know, 
the economics of it when you buy local and keeping that money in the local area and turning it over that way really helps the local economy a lot and uh, Pennsylvania agriculture is a huge industry that's for sure so do you have any upcoming events with that with PA preferred or where can people look for that so we one of the things that we do uh some partnerships that we have are really super important for promoting by local. And one of those is with the, our tourism department. So we, um, you know, you can not only buy PA preferred items in uh, a grocery store or a market, like we said before, but, you know, you can find PA preferred in a creamery on a farm or in a, you know, where there's ice cream or cheese. Um, and so it's coming up. In the near future, I know it's hard to hard to imagine as uh, chilly as it is here today, and with, with snow and ice on the ground. Ground, but the PA ice cream trail. Uh, this in 2021, we had the fourth year of our PA ice cream trail, uh, where you can visit an on-farm creamery or an interesting creamery in in a, an urban location that makes uh, ice cream makes its products using local milk. Um, and other local ingredients. And so the PA Ice Cream Trail was one of a number of culinary trails that we uh, have in, in conjunction with our uh, tourism department. So, so not only do we want you to enjoy that local product, we wanna get you out on the farm, out in our gorgeous countryside, our small towns and our cities where you can find PA agricultural products just around the corner or, you know, on your travels across the state. Dang, I've never been on that. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to research that this year and see if I can, can do the PA ice cream trail. And and I really like that point that you brought up, Shannon. Um, just the getting folks on farm and, and talking with their, their growers because how the statistic now is most uh, people are, I think it's three generations removed from a farm. So to be able to to have that time to get on farm and, and see what your local farmers are doing and just all the hard work that goes into the industry and, and how complex it is and be able to, to make that connection and have someone to go to if you have questions about how things are produced. I think that's huge. And I think we really saw a spike with the supporting local, you know, over everything we've been through the past few years here and, and really realizing how important it is to support your local economy and the people around you. So that was an awesome point as well. Um, I guess a question, another question I have for you is if I'm a grower or a farmer and, and I'm producing product and I want to get it PA preferred approved, I suppose, how would I go about doing that? There is, there's a membership uh, application and process and um, a lot of questions <laughs> answered on our website, agriculture.pa.gov, um, on the PA preferred pages. Uh, not being the person who approves that process, <laughs> I can't give you the intimate details, but it's not a product by product approval process. It's more of an overall, um, you're a member, whether you're a brewery, or uh, you know, a creamery, like we said, or whether you're a market that sells those products. Uh, but the the point is, the products have to have uh, to have to have ingredients that are produced in the state, um, and and it is built into law, so it's very specific. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not 
equipped off the cuff to, to go into the details of how that approval process works. But it sounds like, I mean, you mentioned, you know, breweries, wineries, creameries, uh, cheese. It's really hardwoods. It's not, you know, just at least we deal a lot with, you know, corn and beans and maybe some specialty crops over Chris's way. So that's kind of, you know, where at least where my brain goes. But when you think about it, it's <laughs> it's a lot bigger um, than just that. And seems like there's a, a big opportunity for growers, large, small specialty crop, uh, you name it to, to really get involved with the program. Absolutely. It's, it's more of a, you know, it's less of a, a row crop issue or a seed issue um, than it is a consumer facing, you know, consumers aren't going to go out and buy, you know, a field full of corn. <laughs> or a field full of seed, um, but they're going to be buying, you want them to buy the end products that are produced by the, that are made out of those, those uh, row crops or that are made out of, um, you know, the Pennsylvania field products go into them. So it is a lot more specialty crops, but it's also things like flour, um, like spices, uh, things like pickled products that have been processed but have PA ingredients in them. Um, so it is it is more on the consumer end. It's a it's a program that is intended to help consumers get the most fresh local ingredients they can, but also to help the growers uh, build their revenue streams. Yeah. Well, I, I like you, you know, you guys mentioned the breweries there. I mean there's you know, a fair amount of barley grown around there that a brewery can then qualify for Pennsylvania grown, you know, for some of those beers that they use, maybe some barley that they purchase from some local farmers. So again, that's back to that local economy and building, um, you know, the, the local companies working with the local growers to, to bring products to, to market um, that were all right around there. And I really feel like the end use consumer um, they like that. I think everybody likes that. You know, if it's something that's grown locally there by maybe some people they know or some people that, you know, some farms that they've driven by, I think everybody likes that. And I, I think that's a really good thing to try to encourage. And I think that's what this PA preferred program does. It's really neat. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to mention that um, breweries are a great example. Um, Part of what the program does uh, and part of what the department does through other programs that dovetail with it is build that local production capacity so that you're not having to go across the country to get your barley, to get your hops. Um, we have, as part of our PA Farm Bill, which we're the only state in the country that has one, it was historic, a lot of eyes were on Pennsylvania in 2019 when we pack it, uh, passed this package of bills uh, and initiatives with that in mind, uh, building our capacity to produce local products, to feed growth and growth industries like uh, craft brewing. Um, and that dovetails so nicely with PA Preferred. Uh, we just had our, we just came off of our Pennsylvania Farm Show, one of the biggest events of the year. Um, and as part of Farm Show, actually we have a, farm show beer competition and so breweries across the state compete and there is a PA preferred trophy um, and and you get to that's the great thing about it you get to meet the faces 
of the folks who actually brew those local products and you get to you know learn all about the products from these uh, folks who who make them and make them with such great care and we're you know another tidbit we're uh, jockeying for position um, we've been we've been number one in craft brew production nationwide for uh, since I think 2017. And this year, this year we, we lost a little bit of ground, but we're still, uh, we're number two, but we, we're going back and forth in that, um, oh, producing no. craft beer and our specialty crop block grant program, uh, our state level one that was created as part of the farm bill pumps $460,000 a year into building the capacity for the for especially crops and hops hops are among them wow that's really neat just out of curiosity what's the other state you're going back and forth with oh gee you would ask that um <laughs> i i don't know but i do delaware, know Chris, no. no it's definitely not delaware but but yingling right is the oldest brewery in the in the country right and that uh, from pennsylvania up there i do Absolutely. know that fact about pennsylvania Absolutely. And craft brew, you know, Yingling is a great example of a craft brewery, but they're, um, we also have like small uh, breweries and resort towns, like, mm. uh, and, and all across Pennsylvania, there's, it's just such a booming industry. And I think it's, it's because of that trend of people wanting to buy local, wanting to encounter the person who produces what they eat and drink and the person who, you know, carefully crafts that into something, something uh, fun to enjoy. Yeah, I think it's great. I think all this really just goes to show how, like we said a little bit before, just how vast the agricultural industry is. You know, a lot of times we kind of get stuck on, you know, it's this one or two things, but it's it's a lot more than than sometimes what what we're thinking. So, so we just had the PA Farm Show happen, and that what was that? I don't know, just ended maybe a week ago or so. Is that right? Went for <laughs> the rodeo. Like, I will admit. Seems like three years, <laughs> but it was last week. It ended up ended in last Saturday. Nice. So I guess coming up, um, do we have any larger events now coming up, or will that take more take place more in the spring and and summertime? Well, our PA preferred, we do farm tours, but they're not, you know, they're not large consumer focused events, but the, the, um, those sorts of events that really highlight PA preferred tend to be more, um, you know, during tourism season, um, the far the kind of well, festival, festival whole... and fair season. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, that, will those farm tours go across the whole state or will they be county by county? The farm tours that we do are like they're media events, um, but to highlight a farm that um, has done really well in terms of, uh, you know, really diversifying their, what they produce, what they process on the farm, uh, farm that has taken advantage of available funding and available support, and that is, you know, has maybe joined PA Preferred. Um, and back in November, we had a tour of a farm in Center County, uh, Sinking, Creeks, Sinking Creek Meats, hard to say, and Egg Hill Farm. They're a farm that uh, is part of another PA preferred program called Homegrown by Heroes. 
that is that uh, basically funnels uh, veterans, military veterans, into farm uh, farm occupations where they can actually use their transferable skills. They can. Um, there's so much opportunity for them on the farm and. The farm that we visited around Veterans Day was actually a, uh, a veteran-run farm and also a PA preferred member. That's awesome. All right, so I got to ask now that you brought it up. So I, I'm a veteran as well, so I have to ask about this program. So, so tell me more about, um, you said it's Homegrown Heroes. Is that what it is? It's Homegrown by Heroes. It's a by national Heroes. program, and it is separate from PA Propel. <laughs> <laughs> PA preferred. It's separate from PA preferred. Uh, we, it, it's a partnership okay. um, and it's run by a veterans group in Pennsylvania, but we do, um, we do sort of joint events and, and highlight, highlight those opportunities for opportunities in agriculture for farmers. We, we had, um, we have a military and veterans day at farm show Kind of highlighting those veteran veterans and what they're doing in agriculture um with, and it, many of them are doing it with uh funding like the gi bill funding they're yeah. training for a new career where they can use the skills that they developed in the military and have a you know have a great lifestyle outdoors and kind of with a lot of freedom uh one of one of the most fun interviews i participated in during farm show was a um military veteran from our area who from the Harrisburg area who actually he's in culinary school he came back with his GI Bill and he was just sort of like dabbling and taking some classes at our uh at our local community college and he was he said the way the way he said it was you know these culinary students are really having a good time they were taking a tour of of Italy uh as part of their training they're like eating their way across Italy he's like I want a piece of that action <laughs> so he's now training to be a chef which is also one of those things you know those jobs that is tied to agriculture sure. um and so he was part of our culinary our PA preferred culinary connection stage which is a, a cooking stage that goes on all throughout farm show, um, the students work, the culinary students uh, like this gentleman work backstage preparing samples that are given out to people who visit farm show. So, so the, the visitors come, they see a chef competition or a chef um, preparing a dish and they're, they're chefs, they're celebrity chefs from TV, but they're also chefs from Pennsylvania. They're competing to prepare a dish using Pennsylvania products and you know it might be something really fun that you can prepare at home it might be something you'd never think of um and then those culinary students prepare the samples that folks take uh, that folks can try after the competition so it's like our our own little stage with a, a cooking show going on the entire eight days of farm show that's really great that's a really neat thing so you're kind of taking it all the way from, you know, from the field, all the way to their table and showing them how to do it and showing them how to use the products grown locally uh, in their meals. I think that's really, really, really great thing. So to wrap it up here today, I would say that when you're in Pennsylvania or even outside of Pennsylvania, you might see uh, some products with a yellow check mark on it that says PA 
preferred. And uh, when you see that, make sure you're supporting it. Make sure you're you're utilizing those products because they were grown by local growers there in Pennsylvania. I'd like to uh, to to thank Shannon Powers, the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture Press Secretary, uh, for joining us today to uh, enlighten us a little bit today about PA Preferred and some of the other programs that they have going on in the uh, Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. We really appreciate you being here today. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So thanks for listening today to the Pioneer Agronomy Northeast podcast. If you have any more questions regarding the Pennsylvania or PA preferred, um, go on to the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture website. And be sure to follow PA preferred on Instagram at PA preferred and visit the PA Department of Agriculture on Twitter at PA Agriculture. And be sure to tune in next week when we discuss another timely agronomic topic. We hope you enjoyed the conversation this week. And don't forget to search Pioneer Agronomy Northeast on your podcast app for more insights and solutions fueled by forward thinking farming. And remember to hit that subscribe button while you're there. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this episode from the Pioneer Agronomy team. Be sure to visit pioneer.com backslash podcasts to access additional episodes and learn more about our extensive on-farm data and innovative digital tools that are fueling forward-thinking farming.